Hi guys and welcome to this episode of the Comedy Defects Podcast. This is the 50th episode. We've been releasing, I say we, I've been releasing one episode a week for the last year. And it's gotten really busy at the moment, so I cannot release them weekly anymore. I mean, it's a good thing and a bad thing. It's, good, it's a good thing for me, but a bad thing if you're really enjoying these. <laughs> this episode is with a really good friend of mine. I've gigged with him many times before. He's a very, he's a, he's a guy with big energy. He's a big man, and he is a very funny comic. It is, of course, the wonderful Mr. Christopher Norton Walker. He is touring a show around the country at the moment called Yeah! And if you've ever shared a car journey with this guy, you will know that will be ringing in your ears for many days to come after you've shared that journey. He's a very funny guy, and this is not the same as all the other episodes. We just had a bit of fun, because it was the 50th one, and they're going to be reduced after this. And the next episode for this podcast will be on the last Wednesday of July. But this is a great episode. I said Chris is touring his show around the country called Yeah! And you can find all those details. He's on Facebook. He's on Twitter. Go find him there and go and see him live. He's a very funny guy. You can follow this podcast on Twitter at The Comedy Defect. You can also follow me at Winter Phonander. You can come see my live stand-up gig dates as well. They're on my website, which is winterphonander.com. Now, I'm also looking through the Guinness Encyclopedia and taking out as many jokes as I can out of that book and putting them up on Twitter under the title The Book Dad Read. And the Twitter handle for that is at Guinness Jokes. As I say, guys, I've really enjoyed putting these out. If you want to support the podcast, you can. You can go to Patreon, type in The Comedy Defect, and you can donate as little as a pound or as much as you feel this podcast is worth. And those of you that do donate, thank you, because you're paying for the people that can't. And those of you that can't donate, look, do you know what? Just share your favorite episode. Tell your friends about it, because it tells people where we are and what we're doing. Or just go to iTunes and, you know, go on your computer, leave us a nice, honest review. You can type it in, or you can just leave us, you know, four or five stars, whatever you feel this podcast deserves. But this is a great episode. It's episode 50. Really good friend of mine. A lot of fun. We had fun doing it. I hope you enjoy it. It is the wonderful, the very loud, a lot of fun, Mr. Christopher Norton Walker. Enjoy. Oh, uh, Christopher Norton Walker, welcome to the comedy group. Oh, that's fucking great, isn't it? Oh, uh, episode 50, the professionalism. <laughs> yeah, keeps, comedy, keeps, here we go. Mm-hmm. Keeps getting coffee. better, it keeps I'm getting not, better. I'm not going to let Winter say a single word during this podcast. Oh, can't wait to edit this, can't wait to edit this. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm. Instant tea. So... Yeah, hello. Christopher Endobs, mm-hmm. welcome to the Comedy Defect. There's only about six people that call me now. How are you doing? Uh, what, in general, or life, well, or now? Okay, well, that's all the more questions that I've asked you. I've only asked you one question, you've asked me four. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we need to balance it out. So, okay, in general for now, how are you? Just have a straw, mm-hmm. you have problems with that coffee that I made no, you. No, I'm good. Do all the podcasts start like this? No, this is a this is a special. This is episode fifty. This is the, the you know the the paramount of, of all the work of the last year has gone into this last episode for episode. Oh, 50. The last episode. This well, is the last, the last episode. episode. Until Chris, there's going to be no more of these. <laughs> so we thought you, we'd get you in eventually. Yeah, I mean, we we'll save the best till last. But I was being ironic. <laughs> the rest of last, but the Bonzo's already done. Um. <laughs> So yeah, that, that's why, yes. I mean, one well, thing is, until we reduce it to one or two a month, this is, yeah. because it's weekly, yeah. and now, yeah. after episode 50, it's going to be twice a monthly, or maybe just once a monthly, depends on how much 
time I've got. Oh, it's episode 50. Episode 50? Way! Yeah! Comedy! Whoa! No, so I'm doing a thing. I'm doing, I've just morphed into Christopher Norton Walker there, guys. Just If you haven't ever seen this guy. If you've not seen me, then it I... makes no sense. I look hilarious. I've also dressed up for a podcast. That's yeah. how professional I am. That's it. So, how are you? No, I'm... <laughs> I feel as though this is going to be a recurring <laughs> throughout the entire... Yeah, well, that's fine. That makes it easy for me. Yeah. Yeah, good. Uh, now, Winter, this is the um, 50th one, do you say? 50th. 5 0. Well, I'm here 5 0. I've got a medal, guys. Oh, it's. Oh, that's nice. We'll get a picture of this and we'll put it up. Yeah, that'd be nice. Should wear it. Oh, that's nice. WF and CD. 50th podcast. Yeah. I'm going to put that on. That's great. Thanks, man. Yeah, look quite chuffed. I've got a, I've got yeah. something for yeah. my my all my efforts. <laughs> <laughs> no money, no listenership, nothing. <laughs> for the medal I found in the bed. <laughs> so what did we do? Well, I have just been noticing. Uh, oh, you just go pick things out of my room and just talk yeah, about them. What that's great because that's great for a podcast. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! And we're actually, by the way, uh, listeners, we're actually doing the standing up because Chris, hey, 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 hey. Chris doesn't want to sit down next to me. Excuse me, I'm talking. This is my podcast. I invited you. You, are. you didn't invite me on to your podcast. I don't have a podcast. For exactly. This very reason, exactly. It's just be me shouting at people. So, yes. so this is so basically what is happening is now is right. Chris is taking things out of my room, and he, he was just simulating wanking over the thing that he picked up. Yeah, but what's it called though? It's called Five Minutes with a Pocket Handkerchief, and that was when I did it's my the most filthy DVD. Yeah. <laughs> um, two girls, one handkerchief. Wow, that's oh. what sort of podcast is this? I don't know, but well, 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 this is the 50th, so I don't know. This is a. It could be the. the could be the beginning of something great. It could be like a prequel to something else. But usually people are sat down. It could be the beginning of the end, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> should we just demolish where? No, I don't think we should demolish. It. Let's Why? not break this down. Look, this is oh. the ages building this place, right? You know, so let's just let's just let's just carry on. Okay. So so what's been going on with Christopher Norton Walker? Well, um, I was going to message you earlier to apologise. Okay. Because. I've not seen anybody all week, oh. so I am a little bit excited. Oh, that, I, I hadn't noticed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been in Spain. Uh, oh. I haven't seen anybody sensible. Okay. So, um, yeah. What part of Spain were you in? It was excitable. I was in uh, Torre Vieja. Oh, very good yes. accent as well. Thank you very much. I did well there. I have been practicing. Yeah. Yes, we're in there for a week to do some admin stuff type out there and yeah. to uh, rehearse my show. Oh, yeah. Called, what's it called again? But yeah! That's exactly what it's called. Yeah, comedy! Although I can't really get that tone across on the poster, mm. which you designed for me. Yeah, I did, I did. You're welcome. Just a little plug there. Yeah, a little plug for... If needing design work, um, <laughs> and where a dog will slobber on your leg, uh, then, then if you're lucky, winter. If you're lucky, that's yeah. extra. That is, is extra. Yeah. Maybe I need five minutes with a pocket handkerchief. Less than? Half that? Is that five what? times? Depends how tired I am. <laughs> so we went to where again? Tolu Vieja. Tolu Vieja. And what would you do? Just chill in and like. Uh, yeah, so um, my parents have a house out there. Oh. And we were just going to do some admin stuff out there. Cool. Fairly boring. We were out there for a week. The weather was a lot nicer than it is now. And uh, yeah, it was good fun. With all oh, the whole family went out with you? No, just me, my mum, and my dad. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so that was. That's all. Trip with the three of us. Yeah, rehearsed my show when I was out there for tomorrow in Plymouth. Oh, it's nice. not going to go out before. It's fine. Tomorrow, so don't come there. We'll leave it in. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a historical event of yeah. what yeah, happened. Yeah. You know, it's like it's nice. You know, it's like a, it's like the archives. It's a Christopher Norton Walker archives. That's right. So I've been learning all my pictures. 
Right, you're a mind palace. My mind palace. Well, it's, it's sort of a mind palace. Yeah. So for most mind palaces, you have to imagine a room that you are in and then associate a word or a phrase with an item that's in that room. Hmm. So people often say one of the good ones uh, to do is a shopping list. So you imagine your front room yeah. and you go around and you see a chair and you put eggs in the chair. And then you see like a hat stand, you put bacon on the hat stand yeah. and you see some curtains and you put kind of cleaning products on the curtains. Yeah. So when you get to the supermarket, mm. you can look around your room at home yeah. and you can go eggs, bacon, Benedict. cleaning products. <laughs> Did you say eggs, Benedict? <laughs> no, I, no, I've been serious for a minute <laughs> with, and you just like, eggs, Benedict, comedy! Hey. Hey. <laughs> Uh, but that is uh, <laughs> the normal mind palace. Mine is sort of like a mind map sort cool. of thing, where I have combined all of the jokes into small uh, lines or pictures or images, and uh, then you kind of put those together and just remember the images and then the sequence. So then out of, out of sequence, because you like improv quite regularly when you gig, don't you? You just go, okay, take a bit here, take a bit there. I was talking to Sean Sellers there, and it was like saying it was like a cloud. You just reach up and take bits out and put them together. Well, me? Yeah, you do that quite often, don't yeah, you? Well, yeah, I think, especially when you have a lot of material to pick from, if something happens in the room, <laughs> then you can bring that in. Or, if they're not going for the cleaner stuff. So if it is like a Friday, Saturday night, yeah. then you revert to your last two-thirds of images, because <laughs> those are the... The bad ones, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. The ones that people go, huh, no, I don't like it. Why are you doing this? But this is what you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't what we wanted. Can we have some clean puns, please? It's gone too far now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, somebody was saying that I have two superpowers. One is going crazy, comedy. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. Yeah. One is going. Here are some Robertetics. Yeah. in one line of form. I don't know of anybody else who does exactly <laughs> what I do, which I think is good for the yeah. circuit and for everybody else. Yeah, full throttle, go down, like... I didn't mean to say go down. I didn't mean to say, what, was that too much? Hello, five minutes hey, with a pocket handkerchief. Okay. <laughs> but, like, you know, you're, you're high energy, you're, you're a lot of fun. Oh, no, right, okay, that's good. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so, and you do your own sound effects, apparently. Uh, yes. uh, it's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Perfect for podcasts. podcast. Thank it's you. great. That's yeah. lovely. Just keeps the flow going. I mean... Uh, <laughs> oh, thank you. The flow bit. Oh, hey. 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 As well. I'm getting old now. It's not much of a flow. Oh. It's more like a cloud. Good. Yeah. Cloud. That's a weird cloud of dust. Do you upload your sperm to the cloud? Can you do that? Probably get done for that. You probably get done for that. You probably can do that. Yeah, red tubes. I don't think there's an option for that yet. Well, no, but I think um, soon there will be. Oh. Wait, we just upload your DNA. You've been now, researching so. it, have you? <laughs> <laughs> I think, no, certainly maybe in 30 years' time, 40 years' time, yeah. you'll be able to upload your DNA and then maybe, you know, what? there will be no need for... Well, you'll be able to upload your DNA and, then, and then millions of people could just reject it. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> like, oh, is this your DNA? Well, that was nice. Uh, good try. <laughs> you know, everyone loves a trier. Oh, no, that's like, really sad. Uh, <laughs> oh, I've got it. Just like, <laughs> totally. It's like, well, isn't that what Tinder like is? Tinder for yeah, sperm. there you go. That's what Tinder is, right? Yeah, they've invented it. Tinder, Grindr, uh, you know, all, uh, plenty of fish, and that's yeah. what it is. That's all it is. Is it what it's supposed Yeah, I suppose it is. Yeah, it's exactly way. the same, is it? Oh, is that you? Oh, well, reject, reject, reject. That's it. It's... Uh, so much fun. So Can't wait for the future. Uh, well, I'm married, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's hey. it's really don't anyone, don't anyone. Oh, no, no one knows. This is really awkward now that winter's coming out to you all that you're trying to find somebody else on ground. Coming out? Hangchief? 
Fuck it. Five minutes, five minutes. Mm-hmm. Are you doing your own drugs now? I'm doing my own drugs, yeah. yeah. Well, it's my podcast, I'm not <laughs> Or should you be the straight man? Uh, I am a straight man. Are you a straight man? Are you? I think you are. The, what? Do we, does it matter? We live in, look, let's not constrain ourselves. We live in a, we live in a gender fluid society. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That is true, but interestingly... You know, let's start going with our old-fashioned thinking of gender binary, like ones and zeros. Oh my God, what the hell? I'd like to cover everything on this podcast today. I went to go and gig in Oxford and got talking to a comedian there who said, why don't you, as like a writing tool, why don't you take out all the female-gendered others, girlfriend, wife, not that I've got any mother neurons, that sort of thing, we're going to take out all the gendered others and just make them into partners. Yeah. And I thought, well, that's a weird thing to do. Why mm. should you do that? But actually, you don't want to be heteronormative. You, know, you want to include everybody. And they were saying that if you, as a white heterosexual male, is only talking about a girlfriend, will there be people in the audience that aren't like me mm. not be able to connect as much? Yeah. But if you keep saying partner, yeah. then maybe more people will be able to okay, join in. Visualize I've, got me- I've got a medal, Chris. You've seen yeah. my medal, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a medal for the 50th podcast. You know that? Yeah. We got serious there. It's great. I totally agree with that. It's a good, it's a good idea. Because then you're more inclusive. That's what college yeah, should yeah, be. Yeah. Did you go out? Was there any funny things happened to you while you were there? Or did you just like chilling, just like writing some stuff and like just absorbing the relaxed kind of environment that you're in? So you didn't manage doing gigs? Was there, like, is it too far away from anywhere to do gigs? Nothing funny happened at all. I don't, oh, I don't okay. think. I found some Marmite that was... Ten years out of date. It was. Uh, <laughs> it was sort of the same. Was it? it, yeah. it, it, is it it's, like, it's like honey. Does it ever go off? Yeah. I thought honey does no, go off in a way because doesn't. it solidifies, and you shouldn't eat honey because it's not vegan. Well, well, you're not vegan, though, are you? Well, no, I'm not, but I'm vegan friendly. Oh God! <laughs> you're just, you're Let's like, be inclusive. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. just going to go. I'm not, ve- I'm not a vegan, but some of my best friends are vegan. That sort of thing. Is that what it is? Well, I do often go oh, on vegan God. car journeys with the vegan comedians, so I do have to go and buy breadsticks and hummus and Oreos and Skittles and grapes. Does their side of the car have to be hermetically sealed as well? Does it? No, I can enjoy those things as well. That oh. is fine. Okay, fine. That's a good skill. Ah, get in my So you come back. You've got Plymouth t- yes. tomorrow. Yep. And you're in Barbican, isn't it? Yeah. So I, I have played the Barbican before, but I've played the cafe of the Barbican. It's always sad when you get booked for a lovely theatre venue and you get the address and, and, and you think to yourself, wow, I have made it in comedy where you just turn up and there's the big theatre in front of you. Like like the El Pack in Lincoln, turn up and just like, this is a wonderful theatre, let's Google this, oh, incredible. Mm-hmm. There'll be thousands of people and you're just playing the tiny area that they have. Next to vending machines. Yeah, just clear <laughs> for you. Yeah, it's not even like a stage sometimes. It's just like a clearing in the corner. Where's the comedy? Where's no? Where's backstage? Where can we go? Uh, yeah, you're just over there in the dusty bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Sort of sums up comedy for me. Uh, in my career. Yeah. yeah. Hello. <laughs> so you're an actor. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so you're an actor What's by trade. Questions? I want to, I'm just asking. Because you want to get to know you. We're going to do some stuff. We're going right, to do okay. some stuff. Oh, what stuff are we doing? We're, we're doing it right now. Okay. Well, this is kind of like an interview, like a, a, a sort of impromptu interview with uh, things and questions that you will answer eventually. Okay. But we'll get there with uh, some bits in between. Okay. Why are you covering your nipples? Okay. You? It's all right. Nothing, nothing's going to happen. No, but this is, is it, one of the sexy. I don't know if you've talked about this on the podcast before, but this is one of the sexiest places I have ever been sexy. invited to. Have you seen? 
your throw over the sofa. Well, we're going to see it now. It's on Instagram, by the way. You'll find it there. It's a, it's a tiger. It's a tiger print throw. That's what it is. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. That's, um, it's not seductive. I don't, well, maybe I don't find it seductive anymore. Like, if I was asked to audition at somebody's house and they said, yeah, can you just come back to the container at the back of the house, please, <laughs> and just sit on this sofa that looks wipe clean with a throw, like a sexy tiger throw on it, I'd be like, mm, I don't know how much I want this job. Well, uh, there's no job here. <laughs> Is there not? Like, it's just not for money. No. Or, or sexual favours. I have dressed up for nothing. <laughs> you started off selective. That were that's not quite correct. Okay, well, well, tell me what what did okay. you do first? So I went to go and do a drama degree in Leicester, yeah, at the Montford University, yeah. and then went to go and do a masters in advanced theatre practice at the Royal Central School of Speech and Drama, Oh uh, Scottish. So I have that drama background, but it's not quite an acting background, if that makes sense. It's more of, to devise theatre is all about finding props and influences and just kind of bringing everybody together and bringing all sorts of information together and within the group trying to discover what the play that only you could construct here and now would be about with these people. Okay. Yeah. So it really helps you with your improv skills then, as yeah, if you're taking yeah. everything in, like, going, right, what can work in this moment? Here? Yeah, so essentially, um, every week for my Masters, uh, we would be brought together in different groups um, with people from around the world, forced, forced, uh, and, 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 like, is forced to get, is there a couch like this? <laughs> no, no, is this no, what, no, is this taking no, no, you back, this no, no, couch, no, right? Um, forced to, <laughs> oh, how bad you do the audition? And kind of forced together to create theatre with an outline of what what the tutors wanted it to be about yeah. this week, but we always went off in different directions and created something very different each time. So I've just been asked to do by another comedian a show that is sort of exactly that in mm-hmm. July where there will be an influence and I will have to try and do my set, but there will be other things that will be coming at me at the same cool. time. Not like this. Uh, <laughs> the sexy way. Dog it. <laughs> uh, it is in the car park. I'm told to just do my set under the influence of other things that are going on. Right, okay. I've, I've gone to go into... Um, so it's a mixed media thing, that actual physical things are coming at you as well. Um, right? I don't know about physical things. From the brief outline I've read, it's going to be very odd and weird, and I can go with those things. Cool. Where um, is that going to be? In... Leicester. Right. Leicester often do some interesting things up there. I've gone to go and dance, D-A-N-C-E, Dan Nicholas, where we had to improvise along to some contemporary dance. Right. So (laughs) the comedians had to do contemporary dance, and the contemporary dancers had to do some stand-up. And wow. we would switch. Yeah. And how did that go? That went actually very well. <laughs> <laughs> but I know I'm in the room with you, but I'm sure the listeners can feel your tone of voice and your face going, this sounds horrendous. It sounds, it sounds fucking terrible. No, no, no. It, 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 it's actually really interesting yeah. and really fun to go and Great. do because you both help each other out. Of course. And we all had a really good time doing it. Great. It's, like, it's just for fun yeah. as well. You know, of course. It, it's not... It's not make or break, it's something different. You, you get to network with different people, you get to see communities that you haven't seen in a while. Yeah. And it's just a different thing, maybe just to take yourself out of this yeah. small bubble that you have mm. within your own 
set your own. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean you're all. You just get stuck in the tracks, don't you? Yeah, yeah. You just get. Oh, I've got to go to this gig, go to that gig. It's just you, and then just kind of like just you might find a new bit in there just because you're doing something completely different. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. all your improv skills, you're, you know, you do. You're using a different side of that because, like, well, I've never, I've never done a joke with with a interpretive dance. Because uh, you're you're yes ending them and they're doing the same because you're watching them I guess yes, as well yeah, at the yeah. same time <clears throat> and that's that's great it sounds like a lot of fun dance D A N C E D A N C E yeah yeah cool um, and there are lots of videos online of that so you'd like to go and have mm. um, a, a view of that that's a really fun thing to go and do and mm. it makes you think about what you're doing with your body on stage yeah so I think a lot of people only especially in this medium. Mm. Not of podcasting, but stand-up. Mm. They only think about the words. Mm-hmm. Whereas, if you are on a big theatre stage, or mm. if you are even in the back corner of a pub, you need to think about the physicality of you mm. and how to draw people in with your body, with your persona, with draw people <laughs> in with your body. There is definitely a link here. I, I think I'm left to face away from the sexy sofa. It's making me use words I should not be using. Um, seduce, <laughs> seduce. Come on, come with me. Okay. Mm. Me. Well, yeah. you do that anyway, Chris. You do actually do that, though. I've seen you on stage. You do actually go. Oh, you're looking at me. Oh, okay. With the eyes. No. No, it's getting a bit weird now. It's getting a bit weird, no? Oh, wait, that, that is a learned <clears throat> response in theory. So I never used to do that. That, that is not a thing that was always there. Yeah. That is a learned response from going and doing weird gigs in the middle of nowhere yeah. where you would turn up and go, we're the comedians, and people would actively sigh in your yeah. face. Oh, God, why? Mm. So you just need something just to bring everybody in and go, comedy, here yeah. we go, look at room over here, come on, mm. come over here. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the weird thing about those kind of gigs is like they pay to sit there in the front row and they go, oh, comedy. Isn't it? It's yeah. very strange. It's all odd. Sometimes they happen, sometimes they happen. So mm-hmm. there are pubs that I've walked into and uh, the pub landlord has gone, right, it's comedy time, and they've switched off the TV and mm-hmm. there's been this audible kind of grumble. Oh, God, why don't we comedy again? Just watching everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just think, why are you doing it in here on, on this day mm-hmm. when they clearly just want to sit here and watch mm-hmm. the football in peace? Yeah, that's you know, and that's, that's fine. Mm-hmm. It's, um, certainly coming up to the summer now, and there are certainly gigs I've gone and done where I've been like, well, if we have to do comedy, that's absolutely fine, mm-hmm. but I would rather be outside in that pub garden like those people over there rather than sat in this dark and hot room going, comedy! Mm. Oh, okay! No, no, no. Oh, okay. Right, Chris, yeah. tell us about some of the worst gigs you've done in the last few years. That, How many uh, years have you been going now, Chris? Um, about six years. Right. Should be funnier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, no. What? I, don't, I don't really know what that laugh was, Winter. It's a very odd no, laugh. No, you're going, no, ah, no. Ah, 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 no, no, yeah. no, 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 you're fine. Yeah. You're, just, you're funny as you should be. Yeah. Um, no, oh, that no. wasn't even a backhanded compliment. It didn't even come out that way. You're we're friends. What? Oh, I don't what? know where that came from. Are we? Because I can't. Yeah. Oh, well, you got me medal. Oh. You got me medal. So I think we're friends now. I, that means that we're uh-huh. friends. So, Maybe it's just a tag. Maybe it's just a tag. Is that how? Have I just been tagged? What does it say on the bottom? Podcast. Okay, that's what it says. Yeah, yeah. It looks like podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them have been a bit. Oh, oh, I'm, gonna leave, I'm gonna leave that. Out. <laughs> 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 so you've been six years. Yes. And you're also a big imposing dude, and so you also do some acting on the side as well, right? Uh, what particular acting do you do? You can call it acting if you want to. I'm certainly with an extras agency, but they don't call it extras anymore. What do they call um, it now? Uh, they call it supporting artists. Or, yeah. or Phil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, I often go and do those, and you will have seen my arm or shoulder or foot. Ah, oh, yes. Um, or, I thought I or just that. the back of my head. 
certain things. Yeah, like it, it's a fun thing to go and do, but you need to realise that it's really tedious, and you are just essentially like a background prop where they just need people to be walking around mm-hmm. just to make it feel more busy in the background. So there was one occasion where I was doing some filming in London on the street with normal passers-by just walking oh. around and said, right, Chris, we're glad you're here. Uh, can you go and stand over by that um, shop window, please? And I said, yes, of course I can. Uh, would you like me to do anything? Would you like me to walk up and down? Would you like me to be kind of looking into the window? You know, what, <laughs> what's my motivation about this? And I said, mm-hmm. um, well, no, Chris, we have we've picked you specifically because you're big enough to block out that advertising. <laughs> <window>. <laughs> Well, well, this is, yeah, great, Uh, sure. That's my confidence boost for the week. There we go. (laughs) Oh, man. I'll go and do that then, shall I? That's fine. (laughs) Surely you could have just had a poster or something, a big... They spend so much money on just things they don't need a lot of the time. And I quite like to see, in a way, shows where they don't have any extras, any sporting artists, just to make it feel as though you're more focused on the things that are going on in front I don't know and they sort of do myself out with some money it's not the most glamorous of things yeah. there is some money in it but, mm. but not huge amounts by any stretch and it can be quite bad the food is amazing though right well it depends so certainly the food on these sorts of things can be good because you'll have a catering truck but then you will be on this big kind of converted bus to sit with all the other sad extras Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> but you are. Uh, but to sit with all the other side extras, you're never with the crew, really, and you're never with any other stars of the show. So it is just kind of like a, a sad gang that you're in. Yeah. But some of those people who are on those kind of buses and shows and things are like a professional extras, and they're on everything all the time. Uh, and I don't think I could do that. Like, I think I need some creativity in what I do. Mm-hmm. I don't just want to turn up to a film studio on a daily basis and be told that you may or may not perform that day. Because there have been days where I've done it, where Mm. I've been brought into the studio and had my costume on, ready to go, and time just got away and got away, and I sat in that room all day, nothing happened. Like, I I did extras for a bit as well, I did as, like, for a few years ago. Your your brain just gets addled, doesn't it? You're like, Mm -hmm. people take books and... And like start playing dr- games and whatever it is because they just get so <laughs> I think bored. They drums then. <laughs> they, was, that, was, was that the mind? The mind drums there. I made games. I made I made card games. That was it. Like I was actually doing a magician thing. Oh, That's what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. And there you go. Five minutes with a pocket handkerchief. It's um, more mm-hmm. sinister than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, some of them can be quite interesting. There's such a range of people that do it. So there are some people that do it professionally, and they can talk to you about the people that they've met and kind of mm. the things that they've been on, the film sets they've been on. Um, and then there are other people that. Just kind of come in for the week or so and have like a proper job outside, but decided to go and do something more fun and interesting. Mm. And there are people, like there are weird people as well who only want to meet the stars. And there's a like, look in their eye, isn't there? Yeah, there's that kind of look. Yeah, it's a bit scary. Those people need to be avoided because mm. those people are a. There's no professionalism about them, uh-huh. and b. They just want like they're kind of power hungry. Mm-hmm. It's, it's odd. Leapfrogging people to get to the next person, sort of thing. Well, yeah, they're leapfrogging to get to the next person, but the next person is like a star, yeah. And all they want to do is meet that star. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It, it's not that they want to progress their career, I don't think, mm. it's, it's just that they want to meet this person because mm-hmm. they're there. Yeah, it's odd. Well, you've done a lot of auditions then in the last few years, have you? Yeah, some, yeah. Because when you're worse, <laughs> give, give me your worst, like this. give me your worst audition. This is this is not a casting, <laughs> I just feel not. like it hits an okay. Oh, no. mm. 
was the last few years? It was the worst audition you had to do. Okay, so it was not an audition, but I went to go and have a role in a pilot for a, a more successful comedian. And sadly, and I had quite a featured role in it as well, but sadly, it never saw the light of day. Right. And those are the most frustrating ones. It's, it's, it's not the auditions that go really well and you miss out on. It's more the ones where you filmed it and you're going, watch this, it's going to be brilliant, and then you're not on it. Or, like that one, it, it's just never shown. And people worked hard on that show and I was there and there were loads of other people that were there as well to be on it but uh, yeah mm. nobody ever saw it I don't think because it was so it was a weird mm. concept okay. it, was, it was more of like a um, experimental show sort of thing no it wasn't experimental it, it was more of like a cheap oh, a cheap show in a way because this person would find clips on the internet and sort of talk about them oh, okay. or reconstruct them mm. It just never worked, I don't think. Or, or just wasn't kind of exciting enough that people went, yes, this. Mm. So, yeah. So, you've been performing for since very young then. You were in like plays and all that when you were in school, <coughs> is that right? Yeah, the weird thing about me is there are friends that I have that have gone to Sylvia Young or other like drama school mm. um, for kids and things. So, I never did any of that. I went to school and, you know, just kind of like a normal kid that did all the normal things and then yeah it was just kind of asked to be in a couple of plays and then sort of from that point on I considered drama to be a fun thing to go and do at university I, I could have done other things at university and I think one of those other things was going to be architecture and I think that's why I do a lot of the images oh, and things right. so that I kind of have that sort of mind for oh. things but you know, the sad thing about this picture that thing and the mind palace is I only discovered doing this about Six months ago, eight months ago. Yeah. So it's just been a really sad thing where I, no, I could have used this at yeah. school, but now, now it's all here. And I was certainly talking to a teacher earlier on, on, on the way here, and they don't do that sort of thing at school, really, to that extent. Right. And I would have really liked to, because now I can condense the 230 jokes that I have in my set down to 40 images. And I'm saying that actually there's, there's, there's a small little rhyme that I can do to get mm. those 40 images down to about 20 images. Right. Of kind of rhymes and things. So it's just weird having that much information down to about how does it 20 feel? pictures. How does it feel when you're comparing and you go, so what do you do? Architect. You go, you're an architect. Well... <laughs> <laughs> It was the same thing about that. Do you know what? I've got a fucking mind palace. I've got a fucking mind palace with 200 and... How many? 30 jokes? Yeah. To be an architect takes six years. <laughs> yeah. So I could have done that or I could have been here with you today. So. Well, thank you for coming. That's great. Yeah. No. It's, quite sad. <laughs> it's quite sad now, Winter. Thanks. Do you want the medal back? Um, no. no, no. <laughs> so, okay. My own medal for me. So you want to be an architect? Or for comedy. So you want to be an architect, right? Um, right well, so. I had an interest in it yeah. and I wanted to go and do it. Yeah. It didn't really work out. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a sad end. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to go up. Hey, we can always go up now. But so we talked about gigs before. And what? Yes. And what was what was your worst gig you've ever done? Because we've done some we've done some ropey gigs together. But what was the yeah, worst? Yeah, we have. But I think we've often made them work. Uh -huh. I mean, I think worst is a relative term. Yeah. There have been ones that I have built up in my own mind to be a yeah. big thing, and then they haven't quite succeeded in being that. Mm -hmm. There are ones where you make bad decisions. Sure. All of the bad gigs are either down to user error in, in a way or your own fault. Mm -hmm. so, it's, so it's either down to the venue uh, not having lights or 
a stage or an audience or being in control of who, who they let in and out and just not having the trappings of theatre that will focus everybody. Mm-hmm. No sense of occasion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you need that lighting and that music and that sound and that stage just to get everyone in the right, right place mentally mm-hmm. and focus and up for it. But I think some of the worst ones can be your own fault where you just make the wrong decision, where you talk to the wrong person mm-hmm. or you don't do what you should do because of things. Mm-hmm. So there was only a gig I went to go and do where there was a fairly attractive lady downstairs. She came up to watch the comedy and she heckled. I was emceeing, but I didn't put her down enough because I thought, you're quite attractive, I won't slam you. I think people in the audience thought that I wasn't like control enough and, mm-hmm. and things. So I think those those are bad errors of judgment. But then sometimes you learn that there are good errors of judgment in a way. So I went to go and do a gig in Romford way where this pub, this small pub was so busy, it had two christenings and a funeral mm-hmm. and a comedy at the same time. It was so loud that you, you just couldn't do anything with it. Me with my loudness through a PA... We couldn't be heard. You threw. You actually threw. You threw a PA. It wouldn't have made a difference to them. People were so distracted. It would have made no difference whatsoever. <laughs> but certainly, me and the PA, you couldn't hear us over at three feet away from the PA, and the PA was turned up so loud. Oh man! I was MCing. I did kind of fifteen minutes on the top, just trying to get everybody mm. in and a bit closer and focused mm. a bit. And then we put the first act on, and it wasn't great. It was a bit awkward. But we had to have an interval at that point just to go, what are we doing? Why mm. Why is this happening? And I think the experience kind of went, right, well, I'm the only one being paid as the MC. Mm. You guys are going to get nothing out of this. If you guys all go home, my job as MC is to introduce all of the acts. If there aren't any acts here, then we can all go home. So that's mm. what, kind of exactly what we did. Yeah, I think you're either one of two comedians, I think mm. maybe. One's where you will go and sort a venue out and you'll come in, you'll mm-hmm. move the chairs, you'll move the people, mm-hmm. you'll get some music playing or you'll just go, uh, it is what it is, mm-hmm. we'll, we will make it work or not. Mm-hmm. I'm more in favour of moving gigs to a different venue yeah. or moving things just to get everybody on. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I'd, I'd rather have 12 people that have really enjoyed it than 112 people who are a bit like, what? I can't hear. It's just, ah, oh, this is boring. I'm, mm. We're going to go. So, yeah, just kind of try to set the room up, man. Yeah, yeah. That's the most important thing, you know. I, they, we, we always do that. Like, I had a gig in, in Newquay recently, and the microphone was near the door, and there was like a, the Man U Man City match was on the same day, and the, the, there was a tear of uh, where, the, where the match <laughs> a was A tear on, on your face. Uh, yeah. There's many tears. <laughs> you know, five hours driving to Newquay, yeah. and, then, like, and then getting there and going, oh, there's a microphone here, the door is there, the match is on up there, and the audience is, oh, you see that, that speck in the corner? The audience is over there. I was like, uh, this is never going to work. And so I moved, well, moved everyone yeah. over to where it could possibly work better. There's no lights there, but the light was over where the, 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 you know, the des- desert was. Yeah. And then the, we moved everyone and it made it work. And, it was, and I was emceeing, so it was fine. But, uh, and, so, uh, and, so I had a, and it was a fine gig then. You know? It was fine. It's just learning, again, that experience of learning what to do with it. Yeah. But I'm interested about when you first started okay. performing. Yeah. What was the plays you were in? Was it like, were you a shepherd? Were you like a, a funny shepherd? Or were you like a, a funny sheep? Or is that too much? I, no, I certainly remember 
Um, a primary school. Yeah. Uh, I was a narrator for the school Christmas nativity. Yeah. Uh, so you're like religion, yeah. <laughs> oh, here oh, we go. Here we go. Jesus, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. you these guys. Hey. You're say Mary. Okay, big round of Yeah, I'm a yeah. Whoa, okay, major. Uh, no, no, but that should be in the set now. Uh, great, we're workshopping. We're workshopping here, guys. It's gonna be brilliant. Yeah, just with that, like I've always, I've always enjoyed being on. So, so certainly that nativity, we, we also kind of plays in primary school and in secondary school. I was in a few plays there. So mm. I was in Greece. I was the car. No one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was the bus. Uh, I yeah, was yeah. the guy on the radio. Okay. All right. Uh, a very oh. snazzy jacket that I can put on the um, put picture up of. Okay. Uh, well, it's like a snazzy radio guy. Okay. Some guys and dolls as well. Were you probably in that? Uh, that's a good question. I was uh, Brannigan in that. He's, he's the guy that wants to arrest the main characters. Okay. So I was in that. Yeah, and just done lots of smaller little bits and bobs. Mm. Like, I've always enjoyed the funny side of it mm. and I've always enjoyed getting laughs especially on stage like a stage laugh is different from a stand up laugh and it's that stage laugh that just kind of infects you and you go mm. I want more of this mm. how do I get more of this mm-hmm. but certainly after drama school I thought let's go and try everything I can do so let's go and try stand up let's go and try some acting let's go and try some radio bits you know and uh, some writing bits just to see what sticks because I know that from my course there are actually very few people that are working on a regular basis mm. but I thought to myself especially with stand-up you have quite a fun uh, day really because you don't necessarily wake up at 8 o'clock in the morning and go to work and that bit's quite fun mm-hmm. uh, but also you can choose when to work but the only downside with it is you don't have that sort of camaraderie that you have when you go on tour with people and you're on tour with people for for a month or more Mm. and you're doing the same lines in the same play and you're trying to find ways to make it live and fun for yourself to do every single time so yeah so you're you're doing that and like you 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 miss that part of it i mean we get it a little bit to be fair i mean you know we do a lot of gigs together as well yes yeah yeah. and like you know we we get that kind of you get that from certain people people on the circuit could you see quite regularly at gigs but I know what you're saying, though, because it's, it's a very solitary pursuit. But a car journey is different to doing it on stage, yeah. line. Yeah. And I've not rediscovered sketches that I want to do with people. Mm-hmm. Because at least with sketches, you can have that theatre and be live and be funny. Not necessarily something that I want to think about more of, because I always find sketches a little bit restrictive. They don't always have to be, but I just find them... At times, slightly simplistic, where you go on and go, oh, hello, Wing Commander, I see you've got a banana in your pocket. Mm, mm. Well, it's going to be hilarious consequences in a second. Mm. Seven, you know, seven, <laughs> eight, nine, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, it's that sort of thing. It's, it's not always like that, but because they are sketches and they are like a very thin slice of life that you have observed, it's just... Look for me a little bit. It's rigid. It's condensed too much, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. 
and there's, there's not a lot of room for play and there's not a lot of room for that, just that sort of liveness that happens a little mm. bit so you know when you are sitting it's live and there's things that happen in the room and you can just you know you can storm off theatrically and you can kind of berate people <laughs> <They're>, uh, <laughs> which I don't do at all no, I don't uh, but, uh, but you can have those things yeah. and it's when you, know, you can add that bit of theatre in but I've, I've not found yet the right kind of sketchy type things for me yet and that's that's going to be separate from your stand-up, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna like so you're gonna do some make some sketches, not one man sketch. Well, I don't know, but sketches aren't really the sort of thing I want to do because I do find them far too restrictive. Yeah, like, if I can find a way of doing them, yeah, in a way that I find fun, mm-hmm. that maybe like improv game a wise, loose, yeah, 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 a loose frame sort of thing to just play around. Yeah, in, yeah. yeah. I mean, mm. Certainly, this is something that I was I was thinking about for my show at one point just finding like having a whole kind of experience about it and, and you kind of bringing people on stage and you're having fun with them and you know but I couldn't find the right way in and I don't necessarily want to be a lot like because in my mind that sounds a lot like somebody I went to school with and their show but their mm. show is a lot more because I went to school with Nick Cullen. so uh, <laughs> right so it's often with Nick's shows they are often kind of, kind of big extravaganzas of him having a breakdown right. and then kind of celebrating that and kind of shouting things in people's faces mm. and things with them. so I didn't necessarily want to go down that route to be mm. see where the anger lies just in that school yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> so loud yeah. um, I don't know if it is just like St Albans that's quite that, yeah. there's is Nick it? and there's a Bonjo as well wow. like, can you imagine if we all went in a car journey together that would be the loudest weirdest strangest car journey yeah. in the world ever but I was looking into finding a way of just incorporating fun and, and things. But I think I have now with my show. So my show is, uh, yeah, by Chris Norton Walker, is an hour's worth of one-liners with a bit of chat in there as well. And it's quite pacey and fun, and, and there's sort of things to look out for. Yeah. I will be doing my show, and this is an exclusive to the um, Winter Phone and the Comedy Defect podcast. I will be doing my show, yeah, at St. Torben's Morting Theatre, oh. the 12th and 13th of January. So, certainly in those shows, at the Morting's Theatre on the 12th and 13th of January. <laughs> <laughs> 2018. Uh, yes. Uh, I, yeah, there's lots of stuff to see and do, so I will probably project the pictures that I have. I've had props that relate to the jokes, and I will have questions that people can read and try and find out which questions the jokes relate to as well so there's a lot going on and what I wanted was for there to be so much going on in Uh a way because I'm performing these jokes and there's pictures and there's images and uh, there's props and there's questions and there's so much going on that I kind of want people to come back for a second time and see a different thing and I think that is a more interesting show than just a man standing in a pool of lights that I've seen in kind of big theatres a man standing in a pool of light and going Joke number 36, mm. joke number 45, you know. Because then you've got everything kind of in, haven't you? Yeah, it's more satisfying. Cause I you're, think so. You're, as you're saying, the, the, the question thing really, it, it really intrigues me because <clears throat> when you're writing your normal set and you're yes. putting callbacks in there and you're, you're setting, you may set something up, but hopefully the thing you put in for a callback is funny. Mm-hmm. But if it's not hilarious... 
they know that there's a thing that you've just put in there yeah. for later on, but they don't know why it's there yet. But it's still interesting, the fact that, why? That was fun, amusing, but the thing before it was funny. Mm-hmm. The thing after, well, and then they, then later on, it's even more satisfying because you've yeah. answered that question for them. So that's going to be a great show. It sounds great. I'm really intrigued but to see it. It's a callbacks, uh, recurring topics. Yes. A lot of the, the props that I will have refer to individual jokes. But, but there are things like flowers that can relate, relate to graveyards or death or love or kind of those things that you yeah. can read more than one thing into. Uh, the questions relate to individual jokes. Mm. What I haven't done is related the questions or the props to recurring ones because you should be able to see the recurring ones in front of you. Mm-hmm. And if... Like, I, I don't know if it is the case. I don't think it is the case, but... I think possibly half the jokes I have, maybe one third of the jokes I have, relate to something that's going on in front of me. And so there's always something that you can go, oh, I remember six jokes back when it was that one, you know. Mm-hmm. So, A, it's got to be funny first. Yeah. And then you have kind of layers on top where you mm. see different things and you read different things mm. and you hear different things and you just kind of put them all together in a puzzle. Mm. I've not got a final thing at the moment, yeah, um, but I have seven months until my performance at the Mortings Theatre in St Albans, January 12th and 13th. 2018. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 it's like an edit that you've just done afterwards. <laughs> 2018, Chris, 2018. Yeah. Where you bring it all together, uh-huh. I don't think. Certainly one of the questions is how do I relate to the Argos catalogue? And that is one of the last ones that I will do on my list, which I think you've seen before. There'll be some numbers on stage, and those numbers will never be referred to until the penultimate line of the show. Mm. So those will be there, and people are going, oh, I've I've, I've worked everything else apart from this. When are you going to do this? It's a bit like, I'm going to get this wrong. Deal or no deal? No, it's not a deal. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean... Like there was a number. Well, there was a part where I was going to either get them all out... Yeah. As I was doing it, or pack them all away as I was doing it. Like, I think that's an interesting thing as yeah. well. Uh, but I thought that would be a bit distracting. Yeah. Where you'd be doing some jokes and you'd be packing some things away when you got to it. And that was certainly one of the ways I was going to go and do it. But I think that's just a bit distracting and a bit time consuming in a way. And it kind of reduces down the tempo of it. It's like Chekhov's gun. So Chekhov's gun is a theatrical term where if you put an item on stage, that item has to be used. So I think in one of his plays, there's a gun that's on stage, and you see this gun, and you're just waiting for somebody to use this gun. So I think it's a bit like that, where you are waiting, and you're trying to work out when these props happen, where and when. And once they're kind of done with, you're either going to forget them, or you're going to re-establish that they're there through another word that I use later on. Cool. Yeah, and you could also you use that with like there's I mean with all the little props as well. You you're going to improvise with the mood of a piece. I guess I'm, I'm imagining. Well, I'm imagining you could you, you could do that. Like you know, you talk about flowers. You've got things you can use that with, and yeah. and then other emotions you can uh, of how whatever is going to happen because it won't go the same every night, will it? So you can just orchestrate the audience with whatever prop you have. Well, I think that's a question. I mean, either I talk about the props. Sure. And I kind of go, you, I bet you did that one. Yeah, you, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I don't mention them. I don't know what's more interesting to do, whether just just to say, here's, here's me, 
and these are some things around me and just yeah. wait for people to realise what I've done, yeah. hopefully. Because yeah. I, I think there's going to be two sorts of audience. There's going to be people that just enjoy the words and go, oh, that's quite nice. And there's yeah. people that are going to read more into it and go, oh, I see what he's doing with, with, with the laptop and the, and the flowers and the shoes, just kind of bring it all together. <laughs> so I don't know. That sounds yeah, fun, though. I hope so. I need to remember to keep it pacey Mm. and also to improvise a little bit mm. because essentially my plan B which is me going oh come on dear, here we go is is like the most fun part of it mm. and certainly when, to, when I went to go and do my show in Leicester mm. it was an odd time because it was 6 o'clock in the afternoon right. and I didn't have any chat I just went oh. straight into the drinks but you learn something from each different show and I, I've never done an hour before so it was just kind of going in and now I'm going to do the longer shows, there will be a little bit of chan, a bit of energy that's kind of pumped in. But if it is on a big theatre stage, then you can do more stuff with it. Mm. And I think if you go and do like a small intimate show, maybe here, there's quite a nice space here. <laughs> yeah. Really? Is yeah. there a show here? Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I might, might try it. Because you stand at the back here, you don't need very much room, yeah. really. And you can pack in 20 people into here. Wow. Could try it maybe, give it a go. I mean, give I don't really. I'm gonna to have to bring people through your house, aren't you? We could come down, come, come down the side, come around the side. So yeah, I think you could run a, a little intimate workshop here. Yeah, yeah, that might work. You never know. You know, and if that is the case, then you can have things around you that are on tables. You won't have as many props as you'd have in the theatre, mm. but you could certainly have uh, the questions and things like that that people could go. Oh, oh yeah, mm. yeah. So I, I think. At this moment in time, that's what I want to do. But let me go and do the shows in Plymouth tomorrow and in Hastings on the 15th of June. It, 2017. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Improv! Improv, I'm on it. Didn't drop a beat. That's uh, it. So, uh, so after those shows, hopefully I'll have more of an idea yeah. of, oh no, the 15th of June. Oh no, that's when you're going to die. No, that's, that's 2068. Okay, all right. So we're okay. Got a few, okay. few years left. <laughs> you're on a rest of your death. Yeah, uh, that's right. Great. Why, why have I got a prequel to my death now? <laughs> Do you need every to, year? Like, that's, the, that's a sad anniversary, so you can't go, yay! Oh, no. Well, it depends on how you look at life, doesn't it, really? But do you need to explain that, or has that been okay, explained Okay, that's never been explained before. Okay. I've, just, I've got a date for the time of my death, and this is an optimistic projection. 5th of June, 15th of June. <laughs> oh, I've just lost 10 days. Just lost 10 days. 15th of June, 2000. The cigarette you had when you were 13, yeah. But this is the optimistic one. I was like, technically this is pessimistic anyway, isn't it? Yeah. But the optimistic one is the 15th of June, 2068. So yeah, that's my, uh, when I'm going to die, guys. So that podcast will probably end, uh, maybe, probably on that day as well. It's probably going to end that same day. Yeah, 2068, 15th of June, guys. Oh, yeah. Sorry, there won't be another podcast the following week. Sorry, if you put the word Friday afterwards, have you worked out which it's a day Friday. it is? Oh, it's a Friday. No, it's really sad. Like, were you born on a Friday? No, I, I don't know. Do we don't know. I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't, like, I didn't know the days of the week at that point. Work it out. I can't bother. Okay. What, 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 what is you can be bothered to scroll through to 2068. Knowing my luck, I'll probably be born on a Monday, more likely. Monday's child is full of woe. Yeah. Tuesday's or, or woo, or woo, which no. is no. Monday's child is full of woe. Yeah. Tuesday's child is full of woe. I've messed this up. Oh, I I'm, 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 I don't okay. Remember. Right, Tuesday's child is full. Of Wednesday's child is full of. Oh gosh, we, you know this so well. I, I mean, should. I think. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm glad you brought that up. Oh yes, love yeah. So okay, what else has gone on with you, Chris? Then you have. Um, you said you've There's got no link here. What's no, you've got? got you, so you have parents. 
Uh, yes, I do. And, yeah. what, what are your What do your parents do? They are quite interesting in a way that they so like backhand. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not sure I could do what they do, and I'm not sure they could do what I do. They certainly work with highly disabled adults and children. Oh. They will give them um, wheelchairs and specialist seating kind of care, and they will design their seats and they will look at exactly how the child or adult can sit and interact with their chair to be able to give them exactly the chair that meets their requirements. So they have been to go and see Stephen in Cambridge. Ooh. Stephen Hawking. Stephen, oh, sorry, Stephen Hawking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Fully drop that name. Just <laughs> Mr. Steve, no, Stephen. Sorry, Stephen, yeah. Professor. Professor yes, Stephen Hawkins, yeah. yeah. So, so they've been to his house and they've been to his office in Cambridge University. They have done some work on his chair and uh, they know the guy that does... Uh, he's dead now, isn't he? He's dead now. <laughs> <laughs> really awful. And the one I was thinking, it was one of these podcasts where you mention a celebrity and they die like, uh, slightly later on. Yeah, well, the whole person happened. I don't, it's not my fault. I haven't, I'm, or like a deathless like, cause podcast. Because like, like, like me and Stephen really hang around an awful lot together. Stevie, yeah. yeah. Oh, Steve, Steve-O. <laughs> he doesn't like Stevie. He doesn't like Stevie. It's, it's, it's Tom Patrick. He goes, yeah. Steve-O. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, <laughs> Don't do the voice. <laughs> Don't do the voice. <laughs> it's, not, it's not... How's that? What? 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 It's, it's, it's white. It's fine. It's racist to robots. It's, it's not... Okay, it's a racist to robots. <laughs> racist to robots is a good name for a podcast. Start that podcast. Start it, isn't it? Like just do fifty of each yeah, different podcast. I think so. I think so. Look, one of them's gonna like take it off. No. <laughs> <laughs> and you've even got Santa socks on today. I, I have. What's going on? What? Why? Why? Because you posted a picture on. Oh uh, yeah, see, social media yesterday on Instagram. What is your Instagram? The comedy defect. Very good. Yeah. You posted a picture up on there of <laughs> you in some fancy socks, saying fancy. nobody will ever take me seriously in comedy because I'm no, wearing that wasn't, no, wait, let funny me, socks. No, no, sorry, let me re, 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 rephrase that. Oh, sorry, what People was... People do take yeah. me seriously. I said, mm. I said period, like, I, I just want my comedy to no, be taken... No, it's slippers, mate. I want, want my comedy to be taken... All right, all right, don't have to heckle me, all right? <laughs> I, I don't want to slam you. Yeah. Well, go back inside and heckle your wife then, shall I? Oh, yeah. Is that your girlfriend? Oh, no, no, no. You're on your own, mate. Fuck it out. Billy, no, mate. Is it? Oh, no, All right. Well, if you weren't here, I'd be on as well, so. Um. But at least I know that, you've got, that your wife now exists. <sighs> Thanks. Because <laughs> there was a portion of time where she was only a voice on the end of the phone. and, I, and Those are the good old days. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I love her very much. She's great. <laughs> Hashtag uh, 2017. <laughs> Hashtag uh, Year of the <laughs> Hashtag uh, make it up to a later. <laughs> uh, I bet you were. Comedy? No. Maybe we'll see. Um, see how we go. Uh, but like, yeah, so uh, no, the, the, the quote was on that Instagram picture was I just sometimes want people to take my comedy more seriously. And then I look down that I'm wearing yellow socks with a moustache and eyes on. But yeah, so you're wearing Santa socks. Because uh, why? Because you just, you're a rebel. Uh, bec- well, because because oh, because oh, I've started a trend. <laughs> I've started. I've started a trend. No. Oh. Uh, well, I don't. I don't think you should start to think about starting a trend. I think trends just happen, and you just follow them. Yeah. So let me write that down on the whiteboard. Okay. Trends just happen. Yeah. Uh, you can't engineer uh, trends. I think either people are interested in. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just I just wrote just and I just my my hand just, 
My hand <laughs> just, bored. My, hey, hand I'm just a bored while saying it. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, I just <laughs> went to sleep at the end there. It's a big line. Just put trends, just and you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good. Right. So no, but trends just happen. You can't engineer yeah, yeah, them yeah. to happen. Really sell this to me. But either really, really no, look at me. Look at me. <laughs> trends just happen. Yeah, yeah no. More feeling. You though. have to convince yeah. everybody else that this is a, a thing. Yeah, I and know. I think people need to, to jump on it rather than you jumping on people and going this. Okay. In the park. That's uh, yeah. That's a bit. That's, <laughs> that's a bit too much eye contact there. A little bit too much. Too much energy. Okay, that's a bit too close. Right. Okay, you're not. This this audition is is soon to be over. But I hope so. so you so your your parents do that and yes. you got a brother, haven't you? No. You don't have a brother. No. Sister. No. Cat. I'm a classically an only child. Classically, yeah. classically an only child. Because that's uh, why you play violin. Because what? what like classically. Oh, I see. No, I thought you were talking about like a weird kind of period drama piece, period or drama piece. like a horror movie where there are only children that play a creepy violin in the roof. Oh, well, no, violin is quite—it's creepy, isn't it? But yeah, I mean, like, what is violin quite, the creepiest of all instruments? What's more creepy than a violin? I think harp can be a bit creepy. Yeah, in the right context, a kazoo can be quite creepy. Yeah, that's a bit... Well, of course. Well, Rolf Harris hasn't done his any, any, any favours, hasn't it, with a kazoo? No, it's a didgeridoo, you Oh, sorry, sorry. You shouldn't mention Rolf either. He's, yeah. he's not what? He's still in prison, isn't he? He's still in well, prison? Or, or well, I think he's, well, I think we're safe if he's in prison, isn't it? Well, in fact, my mum uh, goes and assesses people in Category C prisons, okay. which are the paedophile prisons, for the wheelchair needs. A lot of them need wheelchairs now, do they? <laughs> a lot of them. I, well, I th- I th- well, you will often find that some of the older prisoners need socialist care and seating. Oh, okay. So, oh, right. You know, okay. kind of some of them. Yeah, but like you think you would try to make them less mobile rather than like make them more agile. Isn't well, it? Oh, think... how's that? How's that chair Oh, it's great. I can chase the kids way easier now. Me. <laughs> that is one way of seeing it. But I think a lot of them will not be able to get out because there's not a ramp at the front of the prison. So, and. Uh, so, oh, we don't know if I'm Done well. We've done very well. Just mumbling into your head. We've done well. So, we're going to really yeah. bring it home strong at the okay. end, right? Ladies. So, uh, I eat comedy. Uh, really hot. Are you hot? It's quite yeah. warm in here it's because quite... it's the sun's hitting it now and it's getting okay. warm. So, it's not like a fan that you can put on or anything. Uh, no, because it'll just I don't know what the fuck the sound. So, it's either the sound of a fan or me just dripping sweat onto your floor. That'll I, be fine. I hope it's sweat. That's, oh, no. <laughs> Um, so good at comedy. So, what's the next move for Christopher Norton Walker? Well, I don't know. I think certainly taking the show around the country will will, will be a good thing. I'd, I'd like to work more on social media because at the minute I don't have enough followers. So, if you'd like to follow me on any social media anywhere, just type Chris Norton Walker into basically anything, and I'm there. Not Bebo though, or Friends Reunited. That's closed down. But the weird thing about Friends Reunited is they had a Facebook page. What's the point? I heard MySpace is really big, isn't it? MySpace is really... I, I thought that MySpace was having a slight resurgence because Facebook was a bit too restrictive and certainly on MySpace you can, oh. you can do more with it. And MySpace was always there to find bands and things mm. like that that you like. And it's more simple, isn't it? You can see, you should put your gigs up there nice and easy. Yeah. Great, I really like MySpace. It was brilliant. I find that me putting like a gig list up takes a lot of time. Mm. Things drop out and drop in on a regular basis, mm. and I don't often have time to update it, but certainly if you find me on Facebook or any social media. And then I'll be able to tell you where I'm gigging um, locally in the uh, short term. 
So what else do you do apart from carving, Chris? Oh, what else? Wait, see, what else? <laughs> what else? <laughs> that is an interesting... What, what are you doing there? Just stretching. We're standing up. It's a standing up podcast right now. We haven't sat down. That is one of the problems, in a way, with me, I don't know, that stand up... I don't know if it's saying for you, the stand-up takes up so much mm. time and effort mm. that there's not a lot for anything else. And it's often that I have to be booked in socially <sighs> a month or, or more in advance, otherwise I just, just don't kind of see anybody. Mm. I see you because you're around the corner, but apart from that, that's about it. So you're, you're working on the show yes. called Yeah. Yeah! Uh, Barbican Theatre. Do I regret calling it a sound rather than a name? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> so you do, you do that, and you're, you're doing the extra work in between. Yes. And sometimes. you are going to be working with the improv director. Is that what you or another comedian doing an improv show, which is going to be different media by the sounds of it in you're, July. In yes, July, which I can't announce yet because it's not been made public. But I have been made making it sort of semi semi public, isn't it? It's not really, <coughs> but it's not really. You haven't really given me much. <laughs> You go, well, I'll do this thing with this other guy, and it's going to be lots of improv, and it's going to be lots of kind of games, and I'm going to, he's going to like maybe, th- like, it sounds like the gauntlet. You're throwing, he's going to throw stuff at me, and I'm going to improv it. Do you know, are you sure it's not like a, like a, a weapons testing facility where they th- start throwing, hey, just improvise your way around this, no? Oh, well, it was. That's how they talk about superpowers earlier on, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah I'm going to just, oh, do you think, you, like, I don't think it's your superpower thing. You say, do you think that I can deflect bullets just going, yeah? No. <laughs> Should we try? Do you have a gun? Let's just. No. If you, quite, like, you don't know that. No. No. But you don't know that. Okay, try it. Try Chris sadly died <laughs> three minutes after recording this, this podcast. Uh, this podcast is dedicated to <laughs> Chris Bernard Walker and his overconfidence. <laughs> Uh, so we thought Ooh, we could stop. But don't we all die as comedians through overconfidence? That's that an interesting thing. But do you think that all comedians die because of overconfidence? Oh, do you mean on stage? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Arrogance. <clears throat> Just yeah, yeah. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think you need to write that on the board as well. What? That people die of overconfidence. People die of overconfidence. Yeah. It's a uh, it's debilitating. <clears throat> yeah, because you've got to get humble, humble pie, isn't it? Got to be humble. Well, I certainly think we as stand-ups are different from a lot of other performers. Yeah. So for for acting, those actors have to usually be backstage and not talk to anybody and focus on what they're doing and mm. really be in the in uh, the zone and within their character and they can't be uh, distracted and they are so oh yeah oh is that what you do with an extra extra <laughs> <laughs> no I don't just, just, where do I want to stand in front of what I'm, I'm just I'm just going to get to the oh I'm just going to stand here what are you doing I'm just getting uh, yeah just cover that cover that banner that banner there <laughs> oh you want to stare motionless into the distance looking a bit hard alright here we go <laughs> Every bloody time. <laughs> but certainly, characters they need to be in their own little thing backstage. Where with us, as you know, mm. it's usually a case of great. I'll put you on in four minutes. Put, <laughs> take your coat off. Put your bag down. I'll see you up there. It's it's more of just having like the time to prepare and the time to be ready and just mm. kind of go right now. Okay, let's go. And just taking that first step. Mm. Whereas actors need to be ready. Need to be backstage and they have to kind of prepare and. And there's the call, and then kind of float on the stage, and they go, oh, "Hello, 
Mm. Shakespeare. You know, mm. we just like, oh, comedy, here we go. Get on board. Oh, no, the most sick in the corner. Here we go, comedy. Your dog is drowning me. Okay, comedy. You know? Yeah. Well, we're going dogging later. Oh, no. Just second reference to dogging. Chris, I've seen you live. Dogging, mentioning dogging quite. No. Yes. Absolutely not. Oh, come on. I do a clean set every time. I have not spoken your podcast. No, you have. Uh, when? Earlier on. When? What did I say? I think it said bollocks. That's not so bad, though. It, yes, of course it is. No, uh, that's kind of like a 15, 16. Oh, five. come on, it is. That's not like a 12A. Is that 12A? I don't think that... I don't, I don't, think, I don't know. Because, <clears throat> well, isn't 12A related to, like, gruesome violence and stuff what? like this? No. If we're going through film... <sighs> <laughs> look it up look it up right now pause this look it up right now look, I, no. so Chris Walker <laughs> I don't know where we're going to how we're going to end this this is episode 50 this is episode 50 what, what you know, how did you, you want to end episode 50 uh, with joy yeah. so Chris we can come see you in Plymouth in the Barracan Theatre yes and the 1st can... of June 2017 yes and we can also come see you in Hastings on the 15th of June 2017 good and we can also, if we want to wait that long to see you, see you in January. <laughs> Do you want to have another go at that word? <laughs> <laughs> January. No, why are you saying that in a really weird I way? Know, I've got, I think I'm just getting tired. Uh, Jan- <laughs> January. Tired of podcasting, tired Dude, of me, tired of It's what? the 50th episode. Yeah! yeah! Comedy! <laughs> so, January. Have a fun. January 12th and 13th. In 2018. Yes. Right, well, Chris, where can we find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Facebook, you can find me on Twitter, you can find me on Instagram, you can find me on Snapchat if you want to, you can find me on. Uh, other thing? Tinder? No. You can find me on. <laughs> loads of. No. You can find me on load not Grindr. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. No. Can you find me on Groupon? No, I said Groupon. Okay. Been heckled in this podcast. That is rude. Uh, Chris. Well, Christopher Norton Walker, thank you for coming on the Comedy Effect. I had a great time, man. It's great. Cool. Episode 50. Bring it in. Yeah. Get a bit weird now. Do you want another hug at the end no, of the No, I don't podcast? actually. No, I don't. It's a bit... It's a bit hot in here. Are you always naked when you have the... No, okay. I'm not naked. All right, I'm gonna... not naked. Okay. I'm not naked. Thanks. No. I think you got the audition. And that was episode 50 with the big guy, big comedy, Mr. Christopher Norton Walker. He is touring a show around the country called Yeah. If you ever shared a car journey with Chris... That yeah will be ringing in your ears, a bit like tinnitus, tinnitus. But he's a great guy, go find him on all the social media and go and see where his show is because it's a great show. You can also follow us on Twitter at The Comedy Defect. You can follow me at Winter Phonander. You can also come see my live stand-up gig dates which are on my website which is winterphonander.com. I got a room at the Fringe and I'm there for the full run. And that is from the third to the end of the run of the Fringe. And that is in the Free Sisters. It is in the Marquee from 2 o'clock to 3 o'clock. 
It's from 2 o'clock to 3 o'clock in the Free Sisters in the Marquee. So come and see my show. It's called A Side Effect, A-S-I-D-E-E-F-F-E-C-T. I'm loving writing it. I just need you to come and enjoy it with me. It's going to be a great show. I'm really excited about it. So please come and see that. For the full run of The Fringe in Edinburgh, I've got a room. Hey, it's happening. <laughs> so come and see it, guys. I'm really looking forward to it. As I said to you before, after episode 50, and we just had that with Mr. Christopher Norton Walker, the first episode I did standing up, and I've released them one a week for the last year. I've just gotten so busy I can't do it anymore. So they're going to be reduced to one or two a month, and the next episode is going to be released at the end of July, and that is the last Wednesday in July. If you want to keep updated on all the events and all the guests that are coming up, go and join the Comedy Defect Facebook group, and you'll see what guests are coming up. If you want to support this podcast, you can. Just go to Patreon, type in The Comedy Defect Podcast. You could donate as little as a pound, or as much as you feel this podcast is worth. And those of you that do donate, thank you, because you're paying for the people that can't. And those of you that can't donate, hey, look, just share your favorite episode. Don't think that someone else is going to do it. If you like that episode, you share it. Tell your friends about it. And, or if you really like the episode, just leave us a nice, honest review on iTunes. Maybe if you just want to leave a starred review. Or maybe just go a little bit further by leaving a text review, because it really helps. It tells people where we are and what we're doing. Now, guys, as I say, this is the 50th episode. The next episode is going to be released on the last Wednesday of July. So we're going to say goodbye for about a month and a bit while I get my stuff together because i got loads of stuff to do. I've really enjoyed releasing them once a week, but hey, I've only got so much energy and I've got no minions. But I've really enjoyed this, guys. There will be more released, so join the Comedy Defect Facebook group to keep updated of the guests that are going to be coming on the show. So that's it for now, and I will speak to you in July.